Stop. <laughs> Got him in the countdown, folks. Got him in the countdown. <sighs> Damn it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the W2 Amigos podcast, where we talk about passive investing, real estate, and all the money moves you can make while working your W2 so you can establish your financial freedom. Here to talk about their W2 journeys, your hosts and amigos, Nick Coulter and Xavier Moran. Nick, what's up, man? What are we talking about today? Man, so wanted to jump on today because we have some new data. We have our CPI, so our Consumer Price Index Inflation Report, bringing some good news. And then we also have a mortgage rate update because the Fed raised rates. And those who cannot see me, I'm quoting raised rates by 0.5% on the federal funds rate. And we want to talk about how that's going to impact you as a potential W-2 employee looking for a real estate investment. Sweet. Where do you want to start off with first, rates or inflation? Let's start out with inflation because that actually dropped first and typically that leads to the other, you know, the whole chicken and the egg. The Fed, of course, waits to raise rates until after the CPI index report comes out for inflation. So for those of you guys who don't know, um, and I'm sure everyone does know, inflation has been riddling our economy for quite some time now. Uh, We were at an absolute peak of about 9%. So if you track that 9%, that is back in a couple months ago. So if you track that back, that would be in June. We were at 9%. And basically what that means is in June, your prices of your goods were 9% higher than the previous year in June. So if you follow that forward all the way to today, our November CPI data released that our federal or our inflation rate was at a 7.1 on an expectation of 7.3, which is fantastic. So that means we're moving in the right direction. Now, what the um, Fed really cares about as well is the uh, consumer price index of the inflation rate that takes away food and energy. That was forecasted to come in at 6.3, and that came in at 6%. So all signs are saying we're moving in the right direction. Uh, and the, uh, you know, the, the Federal Reserve really cares about the energy and food being taken out because those are really um, inconsistent numbers. There's a lot of, what do you want to, what's the word for it? Um, Turmoil, variance, huge standard deviation, whatever word you want to use to describe it. There's a huge range of those those items. So uh, it looks like we're moving in the right direction. Uh, Why is that important to you? That means as a consumer, your, your goods did go up in price, unfortunately, but they went up in price slightly less than the federal government thought it was going to go up, which I think is a good thing because that should be pointing in all signs and direction that we are moving in the right direction in our economy. And we are marking five months in a row that we have seen inflation peak at that 9%. So we are on a fifth month decline, 9% to 85 to 8.2 to flat at 8.2 to 7.8 and to then 7.1. So we're on the right trend. How's it make you feel, X? Gas is cheap right now. Gas is significantly cheaper now, actually, if you think about it, compared to where we're at two months ago. Yep. Um, so that's that's good to see. What I'm really curious to see is how it's going to impact like your everyday life when it pertains to like, groceries. Because I think that's one of the things that I'm seeing the most right now is the cost of, of food. It is pretty darn expensive. So definitely curious to see what, what, what that looks like. And to kind of rewind a little bit, right? If there's some folks wondering like, what what is inflation? What does that even mean? Or how do we even get here in the first place, right? So essentially what that is, is just a rise in prices, services, and goods, right? So it really just started, at least there's always been inflation, but it really took off during COVID. So what did the government do to try to preserve our market and our economy? Started printing a lot more money, all right? And then what they do to try to save the housing market? They lowered interest rates. 
So within that, what you started seeing was people were still consuming, were still buying, still driving the economy. Now that things are trying to settle down a little bit more, that's where we're seeing some of the ripple effect of so much money. So the more money they print, the less our money is worth. So that's why sometimes it takes, if your average grocery run, let's say you get 10 items and it's worth a hundred bucks. Now you're finding yourself with the same 10 items now. It's probably going to be what? Where's inflation at right now? You said 7.1%. Cool. It's probably going to be, you know, $107 for the same grocery that you just went ahead and bought. Yeah. And I think the inflation matters a lot more to everyday consumers than interest rates because the consumer has to buy stuff. I have to buy gas to go to work. I need to buy food to feed my family. Uh, I need to do all of these things to make sure that I'm able to live a life and stay alive. And you have to, there's essentials, right? So you have to spend that money. So it sounds like we're moving in the right direction and we are continuing to curb inflation. Now, how did the Fed force inflation down basically to lower spending and slow down the growth of the economy, they started raising interest rates. And they committed to at the beginning of the year, I believe it was seven rate hikes. Uh, They were going to do them very regularly, and they were going to meet and raise them uh, very rapidly. I think the last four, if I'm not mistaken, have been 0.75 basis rate hikes. And that's all because the inflation numbers were not trending in the right direction. So basically, they said, we are not moving in the right direction for our economy. And we need to fight inflation by raising interest rates, which is increasing the cost of borrowing money. Uh, Why is that so important? The Federal uh, Reserve looks to control the uh, inflation rate at about 2%. That is their target number. They actually don't want it at zero and they don't want it to go in reverse because then you get deflation, which is a horrific thing for an economy. Uh, But they want it around 2% so that they can continue to see a cost of goods go up, but it's very manageable. And they want to be able to control that through increases in wages and things like that. So we want to get it back down to 2%. All signs are pointing down to 2%. How do they do that? Again, they raise the federal funds rate. So it's more expensive for banks to borrow money. And basically that's going to put a immediate floor on what you're going to get in terms of the bank's financing when you borrow money. So for example, if I am going to do a federal funds rate of 4%, that doesn't mean my mortgage rate is going to be 4%. They're not directly related. Um, The mortgage rates are definitely tied more toward the uh, returns on bonds. Um, So you can see that kind of like shift around. Uh, But the Fed did announce today that they're raising the interest rates by 0.5% for the federal funds rate. And what did that do to our interest rates for housing X? I'm going to say it when it hit in increased. I wish, well, actually, I don't wish you, I wish you were wrong about that. And you are wrong about that. So it actually went down, which a lot of people were surprised as I was. I was literally standing in our new site today and my coworker was like, do you see the raise rates? And I looked at my phone, Twitter was like, Federal Reserve raises rates. I'm like, shit. So then I went over and I started checking interest rates and they actually didn't change actually the whole day. They actually went down by 0.01 basis points. So right now you could get a 30 year fixed at 6.27%. You heard that right. 6.27%. That's down almost 1% from the total high of around 7.2% for an interest rate. That is a huge difference. It's a thousand basis points uh, or 1% if you think about it uh, from the from the interest rate side, which makes a huge difference on your payments if you calculate it out. Um, for example, if you guys, if I was locked in in my loan in San Diego to 6.99, which I am, payment's about 9800 bucks. If I was locked in at today 6.27, my payment is going to be down to closer to $9,000. So an $800 swing with just less than one point, uh, which is pretty, pretty impressive. All right, X, I'll kick it over to you. What questions do you have? So with the interest rate drop into around 6.2, what you mentioned, 
we should expect to see some folks jump back into the market, right? Because you're talking about, you know, eight to $900 savings in your mortgage of the example that you just gave. So that means that folks are probably not going to be more intrigued to actually start putting in some more offers in properties. Would that not? Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, if they are tied into the mortgage industry and they're looking at my favorite website is Mortgage News Daily. They update the rate live every day until the close. People literally think that the Fed raised rates, oh, interest rates just went up another 0.5%. I, I literally had a call with somebody today that was like, oh, well, the Fed just raised rates. So I know that's more expensive. I was like, that's not the case. They're not directly correlated. Um, so yeah, I think more people should jump into the market. If they're tied into the industry, I think they will. Uh, the banks do a really good job at forecasting these uh, rate hikes and then baking them into their pricing already ahead of time. So I don't know if you guys know, but when we went to a point. 75 basis hike in November, or I'm sorry, in October, we had one from the Fed, I had actually already gotten my rate locked in. And I was like, I told my lender, I was like, Oh, man, I'm super happy I did that before the, the bump. He goes, Yeah, I mean, 0.75 basis points from them didn't even really touch our mortgage rates We're still at 6.99. Because I was thinking, Oh, they're going to 7% uh, or 7.75. But that's just not the case. That's not how they work. So if you are interested, now's a really good time because there's a lot of fear. So a lot of uneducated buyers that aren't looking for investment properties are going to say, man, the Fed just raised rates, I'm not going to be able to get a price that it makes sense for me. And then your rates actually didn't go up. So you can try to get in there where there's less competition and potentially snag yourself a little bit of a deal. Yeah. And you, you might have some folks saying like, Nick, 6.2 is still really high. Like when is it going to come down even further? I mean, year to date, the average, I think it was like 5.26% is the average for 2022. So it's not that much higher. And when you take a look at pre-pandemic numbers, it was hovering around what, 4% or so, Nick, if I recall mm -hmm. correctly. We have four, so four I think and a half. It, yeah. So we have to be mindful. Like, the days where you can get refinance or get your house at 2.5 interest rate is is probably gone for this foreseeable future unless there's a round two of pandemics happening anytime soon. But even then, that just puts us in a much difficult position. So I, I would say don't wait until things drop to like two and a half or three percent because that may not happen. Go ahead and take a look at your own personal finance, what you're going after. And if the mortgage payment still makes sense, the deal still makes sense at 6.2%. Why not? Yeah, I, I got to say... There are, there are a lot of misconceptions about that. So, you know, when rates went down to that 0% federal funds rate and rates were at 2 and 3% for properties, how fun was that, man? People were putting in $60,000, $70,000 over ask on a property that was worth $300,000. Housing prices went up 35% in two years in most markets. Do you guys want that again? I certainly don't. I think it made housing the most unaffordable it's ever been in any of our lifetimes. And then it also put the economy in such a strained position after. So I would actually prefer we go back down to a regular, very predictable uh, rate. And I would say that's probably five, five and a half percent. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. It, the rate's the rate, right? I'm a real estate investor. You're a real estate investor. I use my W-2 income to qualify for those loans. I don't really give a shit what the rate is as long as I can afford the property and my tenants are going to pay it off for me. Uh, because eventually when they drop, I'll be able to refi. But I need consistency because if I buy a property today, at 6.25%. And then in two, three months, that rate goes up to 8%. My property is now worth way less. But if I buy it at the price it is at 6.25%, and then in a year and a half, the interest rate is 6.35%. The actual appreciation I've seen is real appreciation, not just this ridiculous number based on interest rates that's jumping up and down. So I would say I mean, I'm going to pick a number. I think you should 2x. Like, let's get a guess on where we're going to be in 2023. I think we end 
the year. So let's timestamp this. So this is 1214. 1214 next year, our interest rate is going to hover around six and three quarters of a percent. That is my guess because the Fed's going to still want to squeeze out a little bit more, put us into a recession a little bit faster, and then they're going to want to hold us there to see if it sustains. And then they'll lift it in 2024. And we'll go back down to about the five and a half percent mark. What's your, what's your guess? So based off just the kind of the graph that I'm seeing, the trend, like I would say we would have to hit not necessarily the average of this year, but I would say more in the high fives, just maybe borderline hitting six, but I would say anywhere between maybe, you know, 5.75 to maybe six is going to be my guess for the end of 2023. Okay. It's definitely a specific number, but we'll take the range. That's fine. All right. <laughs> That's fine. I'm, I'm also giving myself a little bit of wiggle room. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, to be fair, I look at mortgage rates every single day of my life. So yeah, I, I don't think we're in for this like massive decline. And I don't think we're in for this massive hike because we have inflation under control. Dave Meyer has done some really interesting uh, data analytics over on, on the market. And if you listen to one of his episodes he recently did on inflation, he said it's peaked just based on math because even if prices raise at the same amount they've been raising currently, because they raised so much so quickly, inflation's already on its way down because they've already gone up. So if you got up 10% and you were at $110 on that $100 basket, if you go up another 10% based on the amount that it went up last year, it's going to shrink that number down. So it's like, if he's like, as long as we continue down the trend, it's going to be fine from a percentage to point, but they want to quickly get it under 2%. So I think that's what's going to happen. And I think there is not a point to freak out right now. You know what I think is going to happen next year, Nick, is you're going to see probably some folks that got into these low interest rate homes because people started buying things up left and right. But you can say that not a whole lot of people probably bought their ideal home. They bought because the interest rate was convenient for them and they wanted to upgrade. So there's been some articles out there where people are pretty unhappy with some of the purchases they made with their homes. So I would not be surprised within the next year or two, people trying to get out of those homes. So again, that could be an opportunity for you as trying to just get your primary home, trying to be an investor. You'll have sellers from this time period wanting to get out. I mean, how could they not? How could they be happy? They waived appraisals. They waived inspections. They waived all their contingencies. They went over ask. They came out of pocket for additional money. I'd be fucking pissed too. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, this sucks. I paid all this money to lock in a house that I don't even really like at 2% or 2.5% or 3%. And if there's anything that I've learned over the last like three or four years of really trying to get financially savvy, the average American could give two shits about what their interest rate are or what their next financial move is. If they're unhappy with their current situation, they're going to try to make a change. And that's where I think there is a lot of opportunity to be had in the market. You know, I recently saw uh, in California specifically, 32% of the closings that happened last month, uh, all closing costs were paid for uh, by the seller. So just let that sink in. A year ago, you were having to give your firstborn child over to get a damn house. And now you get 32% of houses closing with complete closing cost coverage. So just a, another point in the right direction that maybe if you haven't already Take a look into house hacking. Take a look into being a W-2 investor in some real estate. Obviously, we're pretty heavily focused on that in the show because that's what we do really well. Um, but it's something that could be said that uh, could help you guys out. It's a really good time right now to look into something, try to see if you can wiggle your way. Yep. Agreed. All right, man. Do we have anything else? I think that's pretty much it. We're going to keep this one a little bit lighter and shorter for, for our audience. Please let us know, guys, if this is something that you guys like, a little bit shorter episodes, topics a little bit more particular, kind of deep dive a little bit. Give us some feedback. Let us know. Shoot us a DM on Instagram. 
at uh, W2Amigos, also on TikTok and YouTube. You guys can also find me at Xavier Marin underscore at TikTok and Instagram. Nick, I just realized that you usually are the one that does this line, so it feels super weird for me saying it. But you know what, Nick? Where can people find They can find me at The Fi Family <laughs> on Instagram and TikTok. Hit me up, obviously, if you are looking for any homes in the Southern California area. Uh, I will tell you guys this. Um, X and I, officially today, we hit 1,000 downloads on the podcast, which feels fantastic. I took a little pause, gave myself a pat on the back, sent X a gift card because of all the work that he does because he does the majority of it for the podcast and then had myself a little baker's little quiet celebration guys we want to keep growing and we want to keep providing a lot of information and details and resources and everything that we can to as many people as we can that we can not thank you enough for the support uh, but then also if you can leave us that review on apple Podcasts or spotify whatever you're listening on and then share us with a friend man we'd really appreciate it we'd love the support going into the holiday season and with that we will catch you next time